Hello, everyone. This is Attack the Backlog, the podcast where I, Mark Krishnez, tries to make a dent in their backlog one game at a time. This episode is all about Returnal, a third-person roguelike shooter that takes a lot of inspiration from shmups, a genre housemark the developer is no stranger to, and successfully translates it to a 3D environment, making the impossible not only possible, but making us wonder why it took so long for someone to pull it off, and pull it off they sure did. I loved my first few hours with Returnal. I couldn't believe how much I loved my first few hours with Returnal. I was so sure it was going to be my game of the year for 2021 that what followed shook me to my core. The fundamentals are so good that I was 100% sure that no matter what happened, no matter what the game did or how the rest of the game played out, I was still going to love it and make it my game of the year. Obviously, by the way I'm talking, that didn't happen. Let me preface the rest of this review with one thing. Returnal is still a good game. It's still a great game in many ways, but one core design choice and the branches protruding from it kill what could have been an amazing game, what could have maybe been an all-timer for me. But I want to start with the good. No, the great. No, the amazing parts of Returnal. Returnal feels fantastic. Fantastic. The controls are so tight and feel so good that combat is always an enjoyable and satisfying experience because no matter how much the game throws at you, you always feel in control and capable of tackling any situation. Returnal can be challenging, but it's never cheap. It's a game that rewards mastering the mechanics, but rewards patience even more. Player skill comes into play as it does with any game, but more important than one's raw ability, reflexes, and all that jazz is one's patience and ability to read a situation and no one is better to dodge and retreat versus attacking aggressively. Death, in most cases, comes from user error, not game design or difficulty. Are there additional factors that come into play? 100%, and I'll get to those shortly. But by and large, the game never puts you into situations you can't get out of unscathed, and that alone is quite the accomplishment. It may seem easy, but providing a satisfying challenge that is never cheap is definitely anything but easy. And let me stress one last time, Returnal is never cheap. Never. It can be frustrating, but it's never cheap cheap. That said, there are additional factors that may make one run shorter or more challenging than another. The first and most obvious factor is your weapon. You eventually get a sword which is good for breaking shields, but your main weapon will be whatever firearm you currently have equipped. You can only carry one gun at a time, and guns vary from pistols to assault rifles to shotguns and grenade launchers, and of course, some more alien-y guns to go with the whole alien planet shit. Like with any good shooter, no gun is obviously the best, and every gun has has its use case. However, you will likely be drawn to certain guns over others and because most things are randomly generated, what guns you end up with during a run may end up being nothing but gun types you hate. For instance, I wasn't a fan of shotguns in Returnal, so when I had a run where I literally found nothing but shotguns, I found that run far more challenging and less enjoyable. Was the game any harder than it was prior or after this run? No, I just happened to lose the RNG lotto every time that run and sometimes that's just how things go. Another element that adds to the challenge is the risk reward system of malfunctions and parasites. Malfunctions are potential debuffs that come from interacting with malignant items without cleansing them first, something that costs 
ether to do and isn't worth wasting the valuable currency on, and parasites are alien creatures you choose to attach to your person in order to get some buff along with a debuff. Parasites are more of a choice, but malfunctions are entirely reliant on how much of a dice roller you are. Like with weapons, debuffs range in annoyingness from not that bad to how the fuck am I even supposed to play with this shit? One of the worst debuffs I ever had was losing the ability to overload my guns, which is the active reload system of Returnal, allowing you to instantly reload your gun if you press the corresponding button at the correct time. Think Gears of War and you've got the general idea. When this isn't available to you, you will regularly have moments where you can't attack for up to a few seconds at a time, depending on your gun, and that feeling of helplessness is incredible incredibly stressful, but malfunctions aren't permanent debuffs. Every malfunction has one task one must complete in order to clear the malfunction. This task could be anything from killing six enemies with melee to using three consumables or even something as simple as using a key to open a chest or door, though when I had the latter task attached to a malfunction, I couldn't find a lock anything for the life of me. Parasites can also be removed if you no longer want their functionality, but this can only be done at designated stations that exist for no reason other than parasite removal. I wasn't sure how I felt about these systems at first blush, but I quickly became a fan because you never have to engage with either system, but if you're feeling lucky and want to risk it, you may just be rewarded in the end, and even if you do get screwed with one of the shittier malfunctions, what you'll need to do in order to remove it is never so difficult to make one feel like it's impossible. It's a great risk-reward system that has both great rewards and significant risk, keeping it balanced so it's not something you'll always engage with while also being something you won't always avoid. So far so good, right? I've had nothing but great things to say about the game so far, so what could possibly have happened to make Returnal stray from the path of excellence and settle for greatness instead? Well, before I get to that, I just want to say the game looks great where it counts as well. The environments and particle effects are all fantastic, and while some of the character models may be a bit rough, especially the one for Selene, your character, when inside the house, specifically looking at yourself in the mirror, seeing what can only be described as a monster staring back, the game looks great in motion and runs as smooth as a game like Returnal needs to run a.k.a. buttery, baby. With that said, let's get to Returnal's Achilles heel. The heart of Returnal's design, the loop of dying and starting over from the beginning, the heart of any roguelike is bad. Runs can last way too long, making the loss of a run more frustrating than it should be. Frustrating because after hour three or four or five, a run stops feeling like a run and starts feeling more like a regular playthrough in a regular game that's not a roguelike. Going through the same environments more than a few times became incredibly annoying incredibly fast, all because of how long they took to get through. Even when shortcuts were opened up, runs still took longer than I'd like, some more than others. When I fought a boss the first time, all I wanted to do was fight them again and again and again and again and again because the boss fights are so well designed that if a boss rush mode is never added, it'll be a borderline crime. But you can't do that. Sure, there's this thing called a reconstructor, which is a device that'll keep your current run intact one time and respawn you in whatever room the reconstructor is in, but that's just a one-time thing and only if you have the money to use it. In most cases, when you die, your run is over. You'll wake up, back on your ship, and have to do it all over again. And maybe I wouldn't have minded if I found the world interesting or the mystery intriguing, but I didn't. I was kind of curious at first, but never enough to make the drawn-out nature of runs forgivable. I thought a lot about it and what I changed to make the experience better, and it became clear almost immediately. 
I don't actually want what Returnal is selling. As much as I love roguelikes and roguelites alike, that's not what I wanted from Returnal and Returnal showed me nothing in its story or world convincing me otherwise. What I actually wanted was a 3D Contra game. I wanted a game with short levels culminating in bombastic boss fights so the focus could be on Returnal's fantastic gameplay and not this poorly constructed loop that inevitably pushed me away. So. Here I am, sitting at my desk, writing this review and wondering what went wrong. Returnal is a game with amazing fundamentals. Again, some of the best I've experienced in years, maybe ever. But those fundamentals are thrown into a padded game with elements from a trendy genre because Housemark failed to find commercial success doing what they were good at for so many years years making great arcade games. But that's just speculation on my end. Returnal, as it is, may be the game Housemark was always going to make, but it feels more like a studio trying to make something huge when what they were always good at was making smaller, tighter games with fantastic gameplay. And I'm not saying a studio shouldn't be able to strive for more, that they shouldn't be able to try new things, but it's clear they bit off more than they could chew with Returnal, padding it out to make it feel like a big budget AAA game, worthy of its $70 price tag. I'd like to imagine a world where Housemark didn't feel the need to change their ways because I think in that world, Returnal might just have been one of the greatest games ever made. Instead, it's just a great game and you know what? That's still pretty good in the end. You might even say it's great. Anyway, that will do it for this episode of Attack the Backlog. Once again, I am Mark Krishnes. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX sausage if you'd like to see me streaming games like returnal you can do so over at twitch.tv slash px sausage if you'd like to check out the videos that make like the one for this here episode of attack the backlog you can do that over at youtube.com slash pixelated sausage like subscribe hit that bell and all that jazz if you haven't already again that is youtube.com slash pixelated sausage speaking of pixelated sausage if you put a little dot and a com after that what do you got you got my website and if you go there you will find more stuff like this as well as the art i make and if you see something you like you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy and if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do please go over to patreon.com pxs and support us that way as always thank you for watching or listening i hope you enjoy this year episode and i hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day